this is an episode to EWS Post of the Week, where a relevant publication on psychology in sports is mentioned and reviewed. With the aim of promoting content that is useful for athletic development at psychological and physical level, here is today's reference with your host Gonzalo Marques. Hello dear listener, on today's Post of the Week I will address three components that spur out from a short video clip of a minute and a half that comes from an interview. I will tell about it in just a bit, but before, I must say that this is for athletes and coaches that have already found themselves on some kind of conflict or where they know there is some consequential disagreement in the air. Well, the three components touch on various psychological and relational factors. They are the advantages of being criticized as a player, two, the risks of being too harsh to a player, and three, the risks of disregarding intelligent feedback. I got this post from an Instagram profile, from Tom Billiot, the co-founder of Quest Nutrition and CEO and host of Impact Theory, where he conducts interviews with renowned authors and specialists in their industries with the aim of providing not only motivational content, not only educational information on areas about health, but also providing the groundwork from where a person can start to develop several skills. The post presents an excerpt of the interview he gave to the YouTube channel Valuetainment, where he spoke about his life story, his career transitions, some business decisions and the love for powerful stories. I chose this short bit because they were talking about the ability of efficiently dealing with negative criticism, and I rapidly thought about how this is applicable to many contexts, including the sports realm especially between athletes' interactions with each other or with coaches. They weren't talking about some wishy-washy stuff where you just have to believe in yourself and shake off behind your back anything negative people say about you or about what you did. Because, let's face it, sometimes there is truth on those negative or harsh things people point out to us. And from there we can pick up some gold nuggets and evolve for a better version of ourselves. Or at least evolve for a more adaptive behavior one at a time. Well, of course we should still be sensible. I'm talking about discerning between a toxic behavior thrown at us and the calculated feedback given. You should check out the source and the motivation of the person that is saying something critical about yourself or what you do in practice. Does the person care for you and the team? Does the person solely want your improvement? Does the person respect your limits and needs? Or is the person acting from pure angry or envy, wanting to put you down for some reason? These are questions to be reflected upon. Logically, if the answer is positive to this last one, probably what I tell in this episode don't apply and other regulations should enter in place to manage those types of situations. Ultimately, I think the benefit from this is in the potential of growth in your sports practice and in relationships in general, by becoming more open to strong feedbacks and more actualized in your skill set. You see, Tom was on a rant saying that in the face of criticism, a person has two options, let it hit in her head or raise her defenses and deflect it. And without introducing much psychology here, this is a simple way to put it and it's real. 
He follows on by telling that it's normal to raise defenses, like the activation of the immune system when we feel attacked. After all, each person has ways that come in aid when somebody says something that hurts, whether it be by counterattacking, by negating it, or arguing against, or making up some excuses to not deal with that. For example, responding like, Oh, he is mean anyway. He doesn't understand I was tired. I don't care, he is a jerk. When in the end, in fact, the person cares. But these types of responses are to convince oneself that he is not taking matters seriously and to feel better about oneself and relax. And to help in this line of thought, to clarify on these two options presented when receiving harsh feedback, let's imagine the following situation. Roger, a soccer player at a semi-professional team, has his striker position threatened by a new player that has a great shooting power and accuracy. His coach, Daniel, is happy with having a different option for the squad and likes this new player. Still, he knows Roger better, and as the inter-competition between them for that place intensifies, Daniel is getting tougher with Roger, in a positive way, so that they both level up their game. Roger has been a good player and teammate overall. He scores goals, he is not that egotist, but has some insecurities. He doesn't want to lose his place and doesn't look with good eyes to this new player, seeing him as a contestant. And here the competition between the two of them may start to become unhealthy. Daniel, on a training day that focused more on finishing and shooting, was yelling at Roger so that he would become more pumped up and shot better. Focus was on him, telling things like, Come on, Roger, first touch there. That was a tap-in goal to make. Or, Don't go there, stay in your position. Have you forgot the tactic? Roger was becoming frustrated and dispirited. At the end, Coach Daniel spoke with him alone, giving some concrete criticism. How do you think Roger reacted there? Was it beneficial? Not beneficial? Will Roger become more motivated to work well? or less motivated? Well, this is just a hypothetical situation, we wouldn't know for sure the answer. But this serves to put yourself in Roger's position. You see, Roger had a perception of threat. The threat for him was that he might be losing his spot on the team and the coach's confidence. And this isn't a predetermined view to have. He could be perceiving the situation as an opportunity to challenge himself and improve as an opportunity for the team to grow by having more resources with that new player, as an opportunity of having a partner at his side in the front of the field. Instead, probably Roger will start to raise up some defenses and just focus on his strengths, disregarding his weaknesses so that he feel better about his performance and prove his quality to the coach. Because is its major goal to impress him and look good to obtain his affirmation, and place in the field. It's possible he will start to argue against decisions made by the coach or by other teammates also on the field that don't pass the ball to him, for example, in order to explain a bad play where he participated and satisfy his need of feeling safer there. Another thing would be a tendency of avoiding the drills that require some techniques that Roger is not that confident in. This is all understandable. And I think you empathize with this type of strategies that Roger might employ. But besides feeling bad for him, I guess you also find something off in this. 
returning to Tom's speech about receiving criticism as a rock that hits oneself in the head, the point he was trying to make with this image was that by letting the rock hit, also known as that coach's criticism, you can broaden your perception. You can get richer because you collect that rock in the form of new information, in the form of a lesson. That rock that would otherwise be missed and then you would lose the chance of confronting yourself with something that could be worked upon in your performance activities or with something you could innovate. And this seems I'm speaking from the side that the critic is right, but even if it isn't, I believe the person targeted by that critic can discover and gain something from that interaction. But that could be a whole other conversation. Here, for the present formulation, you can clearly see that that quote-unquote negative criticism isn't that malevolent and deterministic in the way of being negative for you. The scenario of Rogers and the image pulled up by Tom call out for the importance of embracing challenging disputes, of being relentless and work out to find what works out the best. And that's EWS mission for efficiently work sport, by the way. You can always step in between the harsh stimulus and your emotional response and pick up the rock that fell and look at it as a precious stone, as a gold nugget. From there, you can become more skillful, more able to do something different, more adaptive, building a skill, let's say. Plus, there's that important element that shouldn't be missed, the one of having open and caring interactions, or better said, relationships. I bet this is almost like a precondition for these more functional responses to occur. I'm not saying that the coach needs to become more soft and super careful with each player's sensibilities. He could be tough anyways, and have the players accountable to high standards. This, if a certain love for the team and a desire for the players to reach their top potential is what's present. To finish, I just want to say that Tom Bilyeu is a person that I admire very much. On this interview with Patrick David, he told about challenges he faced and what values and skills he ingrained along the way that put him at the peak of success and living a fulfilled life. I don't know if this is how he views his life, but it's how and what I observe. And I make the opportunity here to show my appreciation for his work, his communication skills, the way he guides interviews and his mindset overall. He is a lover of growth mindset and, indeed, the absolute personification of that. And still, although he is kind of an idol as you see, I couldn't skip the critics. It is a normal part in these post of the week episodes and here I am pointing out to a part in this same criticism conversation where I somewhat disagree. Well, he affirms that a person that really wants to come at you and hurt, they will come out with something that's true. And this is what I disagree with. Well, it can certainly be the case, and as he says, to which I agree, quote, These are the ones that are giving you the most powerful gift because you may be blind to it, end quote. But I don't roll well with the previous assumption. In my opinion, it can come from another source, with no real value, as Tom also assumes there is always value in the content of the critic. That's why at the beginning I told that we should differentiate between toxic comments that have no other intent than to push you down so that the person throwing those nasty comments can have a virtual sense of superiority 
and again, to ascertain my position, I roll with the case he makes as a clear possibility, but not as what happens in all cases. Anyway, other than that, it struck these points home that I hopefully delivered in this episode too. I guess Tom deserves this honor and much more from what he transmits and from the no-bullshit ways he inspires people. I should remind you that this also touches on relative degrees of sensibility for each person, meaning for some it may be easier to digest some criticism and for others it may be harder. And this is precisely related to what EWS spoke about in the last episode, see the Fresh Research Unit number 2 on self-esteem, and I recommend you to check that out if you're interested in developing these kind of relational aspects between sports agents, as well as I recommend watching the integrate interview referenced in this episode if you want to take a glimpse at the power of the narratives these guys bring. The links will be in the description. Still, a word of caution to maintain is that these matters are often more complex, so a more specialized attention may be made regarding each relationship characteristics and personality of the people involved. To close off with you, the listener, if you're an athlete, do you usually struggle with some kind of criticism? How you can go around that so that you get closer to efficiently work your sports practice? As a parent, do you feel more able to make an effort to engage in a more open and caring interaction with your child so that he feels understood and encouraged to do something valuable? And here it goes, to receiving criticisms as positives for your life. See you on the next one, take care. To assist you in efficiently work your sport, we intend to pretend the most correct views possible and give a shout out to what potentially promotes sports performance and mental health. We recommend checking out the whole post for an integrate view. Again, to learn more about psychology in sports, go to ewsport.eu.